0: Hello everyone. So we have the second part of our podcast with the lovely National Board. Today with me I have uh, Shari, the Network Manager of Yes in the Netherlands, and uh, Rick, the Educational Officer of Yes in the Netherlands. And we are going to discuss about our experience as uh, part of the National Board, as part of ESN in general, uh, about the challenges that we encountered along the way and the opportunities uh, that uh, we have uh, because of ESN. Um, so my first question is uh, how, uh, yeah, how we in started interacting with uh, uh, ESN and specifically how we got into the national board. And I will to sit first to Shari. So Shari, how did you uh, decide to become part of uh, the next uh, stage, the national board?
1: Yeah. So uh, first, hi everyone. As Andrea said, I'm Shari. I'm the network manager of ESN in the Netherlands. Uh, so I was in the local board of ESN Leiden. And I was the activities officer and vice president um, but I replaced uh, our local representative, r- local representative at the first national platform at the time and uh, I met a lot of uh, local boards and I just really really liked the national level to exchange um, information uh, with other sections hear how they're doing and that's how I really got into it so I got more and more excited for the national events and then I thought that uh, I would actually also like to see that from the board's perspective, so the national board's perspective, so I ended up, I ended up applying and um, yeah, it was the best decision ever, so uh, I, I'm loving it. That's,
0: that's great to hear, and then uh, just to shift a little bit uh, um, the question towards our education officer, Rick, why did you decide to apply for the second time in, uh, for the national board?
2: Yes, very good question, so last year I was also the education officer um, and throughout the year, I realized because I'm dealing with our non commercial partners and I am building relationships with them in order to develop our an organization and I realized to build uh, to strengthen relationships with our partners, you need more time, you need uh, one year is just simply not enough and I thoroughly enjoyed the work I do uh, as the education officer, I really represent the organization and advocate for the interest of the international students, I realized I need a second mandate because I was nowhere done uh i did i achieved my goals but i wanted to, to take the organization a step further strengthen the relationships work one more year and that's why i decided to go for a, a second mandate actually and i can say it from the bottom of my heart it was a it was a, a very good decision to go for a second mandate
0: yeah great to hear and um um Then thank you so much for for the answers, because this really goes well with what I'm thinking next. And that's, uh, for example, when I applied for National Board, I think for me, it was uh, quite certain that I would do communication, because I was marketing manager in my local board. So it uh, goes really well in the National Board that we have a position for that. But I'm wondering, why did you go for network manager? Like, what did you see in the position? And why did you go for education officer? Since these are Related to some local positions, but not really, especially education officer, right? We only have one in the Netherlands. So, uh, I'm just wondering what was your thinking behind choosing the position that you wanted to go for?
2: Shall I take this question first? Mm-hmm. Um, so, on the local level at that I was the uh, president, uh, and I think that the education officer position comes closest to to, to present position on the local level. Uh, because I deal with our institutional partners, such as the National agency, other youth organizations, and on on the local level, I also had to contact with the universities, uh, with the international offices to see how the international uh, students were doing, how many were incoming to my by section. Um, so I think it's very much related to to a local president's position, um, and as, as well now here in the in the national board, I am supported by our national president, on lot. Uh, she helps me uh, during meetings, she helps me in with all the matters in the field of education and youth. Um, so I could say, even though it's not a, a, a local position, I think that the closest that comes to my position is the, the president's position.
1: Yeah, for me, uh, I think I've also been quite, um, yeah, engaged in the field of the network manager already in my local board so uh, as I said I was the activities officer and the network manager leads the activities community, so I was in touch a lot with my. Um, predecessor Eileen and I really enjoyed uh, meeting other activities uh, related f- functions all across the network, so I really like that but i've also been. In, um, quite active on the activity registration system of ESN and I saw its potential. And uh, yeah, I really wanted to encourage more sections to to use it because it had a lot of advantages for ESN LIDA at the time. So I was also quite involved with that function already. But on top of that, I was also just very interested in the international level uh, that I sadly didn't get to experience since um, when I did the local board year, we had a COVID year. So there were no international events taking place. And um, yeah, I just wanted to get to know more about that uh. whole new level that I never saw in my local board so that's what really caught my interest about the function.
0: Yeah I think that summarizes everything and it's really nice to see that uh, you can find similarities but also differences within a local uh, position and the national position and I think what everyone really wants to know or something that goes into your mind when and you think about applying planning is how the transition between a local and a national position is so for example when i had my transition for a marketing to communication i was already within the area of communication so it was not as difficult to transition uh, i just had to move to different social medias and just build on the strategy that was already there but how do you feel about your transition well, in the position did you think it was challenging or did you find something particular i don't know enjoyable about it
1: yeah, for me, I think it was also quite smooth because, as I said, I already worked with a big system. Like I think the ESN Galaxy can just be a bit overwhelming if you are not familiar with it, but I already was quite active on it uh, during my local board year, so that all was very smooth. But it was certainly very challenging uh, at first for me to yeah, be confronted with all the different terminologies and events that are on the international level, because people who have been uh, active there for a longer time they're all very familiar with it, and then if you're a new person entering it, it can at first be very, yeah, overwhelming, challenging. But then you also, yeah, dive into it really smoothly. And my predecessor was always available for questions, uh, just like my board. I mean, Rick, for example, did a second mandate, so he already had quite some experience, and it's really uh, nice to then dive into this world. So it was very smooth, and uh, I can just highly recommend it. And sometimes it's also nice to be pushed a bit out of your comfort zone and experience something completely new.
0: Yeah, I think we, that's why we call Rick our encyclopedia when it comes to ESM, because I do think he supported everyone in the board with the knowledge, uh, since we were not outside of uh, uh, the, uh, outside of ESM, but uh, just outside of uh, yeah, the change in uh, national board, because it's a, just a different perspective of ESM. But yeah, Rick, how did you feel about uh, your transition in the education officer position, going back?
2: well going back when i had to transition from my predecessor to myself that's mm-hmm. i need to dig a bit in my mind but um i think for me it was a bit different um i learned my position really uh, by doing it it's it's an underway an ongoing process because when you meet when you go to the general meetings of for example the dutch youth council or you meet you attend uh, a covenant meeting every year is different every year has a different team uh, and you as an education officer you have the you know, basically the freedom yourself, where you want to focus on on the year. So f- this year I want to I merely focus on housing for international students. So I really go into meetings with a different approach than the year before or than my predecessor did because well, everyone has their own interests uh, where he or she want to focus on in the position. And also the meetings uh, are different than a general meeting from the youth council, than a covenant meeting with other, other partners. Um, because I deal with a lot of people, different people throughout the year. Um, I think for me it was just really learn it along the way uh, to see, to, to fit an ESN in, their, uh, in the meetings because international students is not the most popular topic that are, that is discussed during those meetings because we are so small. And sometimes the other youth organizations forget that there is a big international student community, and that is where I come in and really advocate for them. So, I think in the beginning was a bit wait and see where to find my momentum. Uh, but you really, you really learn that during just by doing it, uh, by attending it, by reading their their policy documents, their their work plans to see where can I fit in. ESN in this conversation or in this project and how can we collaborate in order to improve the the student community in the Netherlands so. um, yeah that's also maybe the reason I went for a second mandate in that my first year was really learning and then the second I really had the the knowledge and the expertise and the leverage to make a difference. Um, So I would actually recommend everyone to do a second mandate if you want to go for the education officer position because it's really, really fun.
0: Yeah, and I think it's it's always good to yeah take some time and uh, learn the position or understand educate yourself about what you're gonna do. At the same time, I think there's no time to waste when it comes to ASN because uh, uh, we have a very dynamic structure uh, within our national board, but also in general in the network, since we have three levels: local, national, and international. And you in the middle, you interact with both. So it's either international event that we attend the events and then you talk about maybe, yeah, certain things that affect the entire network and then on local, you provide trainings and organize events like the national platforms that usually are uh, in charge In charge of those are the vice president. So this year, Charlotte uh, or Charles, um, the, and then she works with the OC, with the organization committee, to um, establish everything, to set up the event. Or we have other national events, such, such as the Level Up or the physical committee meetings. So maybe, Sherry, can, you can tell us a little bit about uh, those events. Like, what do we do during the Level Ups, the physical community meetings?
1: Yeah, so we have a lot of different meetings for where all our local boards can meet and exchange information. So Andrea already mentioned Level Up. Um, That is basically when we have an upcoming general assembly that is a big conference um, on the international level, where we make decisions um, before we make them for the whole country of the Netherlands, we of course want to know what our local sections think about it so before those meetings we meet with all our local representatives so each section has a local representative and then we um, present them the topics that we will vote on, and then we internally vote first and see what our sections think about these topics so that we then as national board know what uh, we want to represent, what kind of opinion we want to represent, and then we vote on that on a general assembly. So at those level up meetings, we just go through all these topics and just discuss with the local sections. But Andrea also mentioned the physical community meetings that's basically where we give workshops for uh, one entire day long on different topics, such as uh, yeah and Galaxy or advocacy or um, yeah, also mental health. Um, and then also the different communities can meet with one another. So for example, all um, yeah activity related functions meet, uh, all secretaries meet just to exchange information. And these days um, take place twice a year. So we unfortunately already had both and it was a lot of fun.
0: Yes, and I think in general, there are a lot of events, so because we talked a little bit about local national events, Rick, can you tell us a little bit of how this relates to international level, because I think one way uh, we can relate these events, to the fact that we use trainings that are provided to us as national board to our locals, so like the advocacy, so what's the strongest connection between international events to local events?
2: I think from a national board perspective, the the trainings that we get during our international meetings, such as Erasmus upgrades, the community meetings, the communication summits, uh, but also during the GA. The information that we get, we translate back to the local level. Uh, I think that's very valuable. For example, I got a very nice advocacy and communication uh, workshop during the national board training in uh, Novi Sad Serbia. I was so inspired by that that I decided, okay, I want to implement this on the local level. So basically, we are throughout the year prepared to basically give information and give workshops to our own local levels to our sections. Uh, I think that's the strongest uh, connection uh, we have that we educate ourselves during those international events. So we can translate it back to the local events uh, at the local level. So the local boards can actually see what we do behind the scenes, what we do during those international events that we're not just party and drink and have fun together, but that we actually um, get something out of it and that we take it back to our own local level. And I think that's also for us very motivating to see that what we do on that. There actually is a good connection between the different levels, the international, the national and the local level. Um, so I think that's uh, the strongest link that I can see between our international events and uh, the events we organize on the national level for our local sections.
0: Yeah, and it might seem, uh, based on the last topic that we discussed, we approached right now, that we are just like the middleman between international and local, which kind of is, but actually we do have a very big event where all the levels meet, and that's the EGM, so the Erasmus Generation Meeting, that's coming up quite soon. And that's when uh, local uh, to national and international uh, are all together while doing like different workshops, enjoying themselves, uh, networking and everything. So uh, we are really looking forward to going to Porto. But uh, what I wanted to ask, uh, and I thought this was a good opening was more on uh, how do you feel Shari as a national representative about yeah the integration of all three levels?
1: Uh, Well, it's of course a great challenge, but it's also a lot of fun. So uh, I think uh, the national and the international level are linked very, very well. This year, we're very active on the international level. And I also think that the national level is currently very close to the local level in our country. I think we interact a lot with them through all the events that we organize, but there is still quite a gap between the local level and the international level. But uh, yeah, we of course hope that this gap is soon closed through events such as the Erasmus generation meeting that's coming up soon. Um, But yeah, of course we've had two years of COVID where it's been very difficult to travel internationally and it's always difficult to explain um, an entire uh, level of sections that is uh, outside of one's reach. So um, by bringing the local uh, levels all across Europe closer together, we hope that our local sections will also get uh, more information about the international level. And um, yeah, we're really excited about it. And we, of course, also organize meetings such as the Level Up to uh, get sections excited and inform them what's, what's happening uh, a level above uh, us even.
0: Yeah, and then because you mentioned COVID, right? Like we uh, try to steer clear from talking about it. Rick, how do you feel that uh, the last two years of ESN have been shaped by, by the pandemic? Like, do you think we got closer as a network, uh, both from a national and the international perspective, or are there like big differences compared to what was before?
2: Ooh, that's a very difficult question. I think the, the impact of COVID um, is very unprecedented on our organization because we in ESN, we, we are all about meeting other people, meeting internationals, it's all about exchanges, it's about international events, and they were basically put on hold for two years. Um, and that also meant that a generation of ESNers left the organization. That means that uh, uh, there, there's a gap of knowledge now in, in ESN. Um, so I don't know how, whether it's, it got closer um, because we couldn't meet anymore or uh, we only had online events. And after a while, everyone got so done with online events, online national platforms, online community meetings. Uh, so I think, now, the world, when the world's opening up again, uh, I definitely see that our organization is getting closer to each other again, that the, the, the sections have a greater connections uh, together because they can actually meet up, they can organize things together. They have the fun times outside the the, 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 the normal work work uh, thing they have to do for their organization. So I think now the world's, now international events are happening again, we'll get more closer and hopefully, uh, get more motivated people in our organization, because that's also what we, what we need, because we're all volunteers. Um, we, our organization is, is living by internet, by volunteers. So I really hope that, that that we can actually have some normal years with events and meetups, because that's what we're all craving for.
0: Yeah, that's great to hear. And I think uh, the learning from uh, having a COVID uh, bodies to do a second mandate, right? <laughs> now that the, uh, the, the world is opening up to many opportunities and to kind of summarize everything we discussed today about our positions, I think my last question is, yeah, how would you uh, describe your position and what you you would say to someone that wants to apply for your position?
1: I think in my position, you're really the the link that uh, keeps the network or holds the network together. So you're the link between um, international level and local level, and you have the chance to have an impact on local sections being more involved internationally, but also to, on the other hand, transfer all that great knowledge that's out there on the international level to the locals. So um, maybe you're a bit of the glue that sticks everyone together.
2: I think for me, As education officer, you're basically the face of the organization towards our, uh, towards the partners in the field of education and youth, which are very important for organization because well everything we do uh, within ESN somehow revolves around education, uh, revolves around youth, youth participation and students, um, because I'm the one who deals with all education and youth related matters you represent the organization towards our partners, which are quite a lot and quite important for for us. So if you're really up for a challenge to externally represent organization to really get to know what we stand for and what is and uh, feels important for the international students in the Netherlands, I think then you definitely should apply for the education office position because it's very much fun you'll build up great networks, um, you'll develop some networking skills, um, project management skills. So I think that's a bit in a nutshell what my position in, in entails.
0: Okay, great to hear. And uh, I think uh, we did a good, great job in summarizing uh, what to expect from these two positions. and uh, those are network manager and education officers. So we are really looking forward to, yeah, uh seeing your questions if you have further questions for rick or shari about their positions or if you are wondering about specific things um yeah you can always reach out to us and i hope uh, yeah you enjoyed our podcast